The following show contains spoilers for Rampage. It's slightly unfair that they only set three giant monsters against the rock. We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack and Chris is running late today, uh, but he'll be here in like the middle bit of the podcast. It's going to be a weird format to the show. I'm going to kick things off with uh, a little mini review of Rampage, which is the film we're going to be talking about today. And then I'll be throwing over to Chris and me and then it'll be back to me for the news and uh, just ending the show. So a bit of a messy format to the podcast this week, but uh, it's not usually the <laughs> the smoothest running podcast, so that doesn't matter too much. So um, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Rampage is the film we're talking about this week, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Naomi Harris, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, everyone's favourite bat dad and homicidal walking dead survivor. Rampage is directed by Brad Payton, who has worked with The Rock on a number of different films, uh, the latest one being San Andreas, which came out in 2015, and 2012's Journey to the Mysterious Island. So these two have a fairly good working relationship, I'd say. And yeah, they've come together for this new monster action film, Rampage, based on the 80s video game, arcade game, beat-em-up. It's a little bit before my time, I've not actually played the game. But um, simple premise of the game, really, there's not much plot to it. You pick a giant monster, you smash down some buildings. Sounds like fun. So, uh, obviously a, a good property to make a film out of and, a, and another video game film we've been kind of swamped with them recently on the podcast with tomb raider which came out not so long ago we did doom last week dwayne johnson's first trip into video game movie adaptation so is rampage better than doom in short yes definitely doom was a complete mess took itself way too seriously and was just a generic bland space well not really space just you wouldn't have even it didn't even matter that it was on mars it could have set it anywhere and i don't think it would have made much of a difference but it was just a generic zombie monster infection movie uh whereas this film rampage is a lot more self-aware of what it is and what it is is a big b-movie popcorn action film which if you said The Asylum was going to make a Rampage film, I wouldn't have been surprised because it's in their wheelhouse of kind of giant monsters smashing against each other. But no, Warner Brothers, though, managed to grab the license to the Rampage franchise and made this. So, yeah, it's it's a big budget smash and b B-movie popcorn fun. It's not going to set the world on fire. But you know what? For the two-ish hours that it's on... It's a lot of fun, uh, just as an escapist kind of film. The Rock is the Rock in this. He's very charming and a likeable character. Brings a lot of humour and heart to the film. Uh, Naomi Harris's character, she's not really given a lot to do. She's mostly there for exposition purposes and kind of pointing the Rock in the right direction as to where to go in terms of the sciencey stuff that's gone on because she plays a doctor that 
is partially responsible for making the chemicals that infect the various animals that turn into giant monsters. Yeah, let's get into the plot. Basically, there's a shady experiment going on up in space in a space station owned by a, a company run by the Widens, who are, I think, siblings that run this uh, shady company that specialise in genetic experiments and things like that and uh, the chemicals that they're dealing with at the beginning of the film are deemed illegal and not ethical to be using so they go into space where there are no laws (laughs) and they test these chemicals out and one of the experiments goes horribly wrong and this giant mutated rat monster tears up all the crew there's only one surviving person left the widens order the one survivor to go back and get the research and bring it back to earth safely it doesn't go very well the lone survivor gets into the escape pod the rat tears up the uh porthole uh scratches up the glass and then upon re-entry the glass is all messed up and breaks and the escape pod explodes and the three canisters that were salvaged from the experiments go all over the place and are lost track of and burst open and infect various animals causing them to turn into giant terrifying monsters uh one of them just so happens to land in the rocks zoo uh, and transforms this albino silverback gorilla called george who the rock has saved from poachers Um, in his previous job where he was a military man that was on a task force to prevent poaching, essentially. So The Rock's not too happy that his friend isn't doing too well. And um, that's when Naomi Harris's character comes in and tries to point The Rock in the right direction and hopefully try and find a cure for George and get him back to his regular size. The Widens try to track down the rest of the canisters and when they find out that the contents has been released they again try to cover up their own asses and hunt down the creatures themselves they send joe manganello who plays burke a leader of a kill squad to try and hunt down the wolf the giant wolf ralph to very little effect i mean joe he puts up a fair fight but his team is in no way prepared to tackle a giant wolf and they get decimated in the chaos yeah, and there's a giant crocodile and a, a giant gorilla. Uh, and the whole film builds up to them getting those three into the same place at the same time for a giant knockdown, drag-out brawl. Um, and that's it, essentially, to the plot. Uh, it's fairly simple, it's fairly straightforward. There's some other bits with Jeffrey Dean Morgan sort of building his character and getting to trust him a bit more and the military being incompetent in dealing with giant creatures but um yeah it's a simple enough plot and this film isn't perfect not by a long shot the villains the widens they are pretty cartoonish and i think they're necessary for getting the creatures into the same place at the same time but they feel like the most that they were taken from I don't know, the script that was written for the asylum version of this film they're the kind of over-the-top villains i didn't really believe in them as human because they're so just cartoony i mean one of them's just constantly eating and in a panic and slightly incompetent and the other one is stone-faced and just the complete opposite and slightly maniacal but if anything those two were 
they were needed for the plot, but I don't think they were written particularly well. Uh, most of the special effects is pretty solid. All of the gorilla stuff, I, I don't know what's happened. It must be like all the King Kong films and Planet of the Apes films, but gorilla and ape CG as a whole has gotten particularly good. I'm not sure if George was motion captured. I, I'd assume he was, but the eyes were really good and and done particularly well yeah george looked good in this film um really well done uh there weren't any pockets of cg that stood out for me as being not great it was all mostly good Uh, and the smashing and crashing was all done particularly well yeah it's a really simple film but done as well as it could be there are a few cheesy lines in it most of them come from the the widens but um as far as reviewing this film goes there's not a lot of meat on it is straightforward and does what it says on the tin giant monsters fighting and smashing the hell out of a city so if you're looking for some simple dumb fun then i think you've got yourself a movie here so yeah give it a watch now i'm going to pass over to chris and jack they're going to be talking about some of the survivally elements that you can hopefully take with you and use if you ever get attacked by a giant crocodile or wolf or gorilla A gorilla, a wolf and a crocodile walk into a bar. And the barman goes, what's this? A joke? The barman is then eaten by the wolf, the crocodile (laughs) and the gorilla. I spent all day writing that joke. I I hope you did. I think it was worth it. Are you alright, Chris? Good morning. How are you? I'm alright. This is the future bit of the podcast. You're very late. You're a day late. You're a day late. You've recorded the past bit, have you? And the bit that is to come. To come. The, the new. So this is the present past podcast. So I'm here on time. You've recorded the past and the future. So I was early. And late. Huh. I'm here on time. Time is abstract. It's wibbly wobbly. It's wibbly wobbly, yes, as the doctor would say. Rampage, Chris. That's what we're talking about quickly. Yes. Um, I've already given my thoughts on the film. Have uh, you? <laughs> did you, yeah, did you want to quickly give your overview on it before we get into how we would expertly survive being attacked by a giant gorilla and other horrible mutants? And the rock. <laughs> and the rock. <laughs> the most horrible mutation of all. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. When I watched the trailer for it, and I thought, this looks terrible. I had no intention of seeing this film until you were like, oh, let's go see it for the podcast. Damn. But <laughs> so I watched, we watched it, obviously, and uh, I thought it was better than what, well, it was better than what I thought it was going to be. I will go too far as to say I sort of enjoyed it. I wouldn't watch it again, but I certainly didn't feel cheated out of my money that much. Yeah. <laughs> what level did you enjoy it on? If you could, like, compare it to another film that you'd. Well, it's it's just a good sort of fighty, actiony film, isn't it? It's like you put it the best for action when we came out. It's a very, very simple storyline. There's nothing overly complex. The human characters don't have any depth or anything to them. They don't need to. Yeah. This is just a there's a guy, he's good with gorillas. There's a girl, she's good with science. Go. There's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's yeah. good at talking. He, he always has his uh, blazer pulled aside to show his handgun on display. Yeah. Yeah, so there's very little backstory. There's no depth, but it doesn't need to be because it's not a story that's about that. It's yeah. like 300. That's has a bit more of a backstory, but that's mostly just action, isn't it? Yeah. It's just how do we get these things into the same place at the same time to blow up a, a city? Or Yeah. It's very simple. Very good. Elegant in its simplicity. Let's not give it too much credit. Though. No, <laughs> let's not. Uh, watch or don't watch then from you 
initially I would I would have given it a don't watch just from the trailers, but I'm going to say give it a watch. Probably wouldn't say necessarily a cinema type thing. Wait for it to come out maybe or rent it or whatever or Netflix when it eventually makes its way onto there. Yeah, it's, it's worth at least one watch. I don't think it has any rewatch value because you know what, how it's going to end and all this. Like, as I said, the characters aren't interesting enough to draw you back to, you know, enjoy the ride with them again. Yeah, they're just kind of shells, aren't they? They're not particularly well. No, but then rounded. The Rock never seems to have any films where he's got huge depth to him or anything. Batista got huge abs. <laughs> yeah, huge abs. Batista and Blade Runner. In the little prequel video and a few minutes he was in the actual film, his character had more depth to that than The Rock did in this entire film. True. Who's the better actor? What, out of Rock and Batista? Yeah. I really enjoy Batista's. I always find The Rock's acting to be borderline comical. All these characters are saying that. Doom, he wasn't, but in all these other films I've but seen Doom's him bad. in. Doom's bad. But Doom's bad, oh yeah. But even like he's from Scorpion King, for example, if you if you remember that masterpiece, yeah, he always has a bit of a slight comical element to his characters. Yeah, in this when he's choking a guy out with his he's got him in the headlock and he's like, "It's a big arm, don't fight it, don't fight it." <laughs> it is a big arm, but maybe that's a choice that he makes. He knows what he can do well. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I get so that. So he but... just sticks to his wheelhouse. Whereas Batista, I don't want to say he's got more range. He's definitely got a wider selection of films that he goes for. Because he can do comedy, he can do serious, he can do I'm a giant henchman. So, I hmm. range-wise, yeah, Batista's definitely got something over the mm. rock. So they should fight in a wrestling ring to determine who's the best actor, is what we're saying. Really? And we should call it W-something. E. E? Well, I thought it was a WWF as well. No, the Wildlife Federation. <laughs> <laughs> Sue them or something, yeah. Fun times, Chris. Rampage. Yes. It's based on an arcade game, isn't it? Yeah, from Did the you 80s. see the arcade game in the film? Uh, y- it was hard to miss. It was lingering the, shot. In yeah, the I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got it. it was good, good fun, good time. Yeah. But Chris, let's get down to the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. How would you deal if The Rock was on annual leave and you were called in because right. of your expert zoological knowledge i did sign language for a year so i've got it you would know but the only sign language i know is groovy and i can spell it and then problem. immediately <laughs> say sorry for for that but no you're you're fairly good at sign language aren't you sign something to me now i'm okay <laughs> there you go oh, no. <laughs> the finger but well, the rock obviously was doing american sign language so at this point i'd go in georgia bill panic after just being exposed to the chemical and I'll be trying to do English sign language. He wouldn't know what I'd be saying. Yeah. Or was it gorilla sign language? Because I, I don't know. Do, do they have, do they have a different diff- thing? They might have a slightly more... They've probably got more... a simpler sign language thing, haven't they? Not they're going to do a huge complex thing. Cause yeah. They can't spell groovy. No, they can't. <laughs> no, yeah. So you've been brought in okay. to, to deal with George. And he's in a cave. There's a dead bear. And then you see it's a giant gorilla. What's your first thought? Well, you can't drug him. Because no. as I said, at the rate his body's growing, he'll, he'll wake up from it. I don't know. Try and do what the rock does. Just calm, calm down. It seems he becomes aggressive. Scream, <laughs> ah! <laughs> and have people around the cage looking in, all armed, heavily armed, rather ready. than just one nerdy guy with a tranquilizer gun. Yeah, yeah. even even that was a normal <laughs> gorilla. I thought I was a bit underprepared for it. Yeah, and then we uh, we fire when we drug him. If it gets out of hand. But if you can talk him down. If I, if I can talk him down, yeah. 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 And safely manoeuvre him to a thing. And then I'll tell him off for killing the bear. Naughty. No, no reason to kill the bear. I'm, I'm guessing George jumped into the bear enclosure 
antagonised said bear and then killed it. Well, the bear probably got a good licking on George first, because George is quite a chills-out gorilla. But, um, yeah, you see that he's got the uh, claw mark on yeah. his chest, so the bear probably attacked first. Yeah, I'd, I'd go in, just chill. I would uh, have some sort of treat I would give George, play cards, a bottle of whiskey. I don't think you want to give him whiskey. <laughs> Let's get the giant gorilla drunk. I'm sure that will end he well. He wouldn't get drunk, would he, though? Depends on how big the bottle of whiskey is. Huge. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought you were going to say, yeah. So George, I think, is the one that you can talk down the most, or you can communicate with him. Because Initially, but then the, the, the virus thing, or the whatever it is that's making them bigger in that lot, gives him rage, doesn't it, essentially? It, it increases their aggression levels. Yeah, so as George gets bigger, I mean, at this point, he's still talkable, but later in the film, until he's had this antidote thing, you can't speak to him. I think you could. George is mostly... He's got his rage in check for most of it, it until the um, the signal from the the tower that the Widens own, until they boot that up, and then that's the trigger for all hell to break loose. Hmm. So, because he's in the cage, and he was drugged up, and then the signal gets into him, and that sets him off on a, a rampage, if you will, Chris. Interesting choice of words yes, there. Yes, yes. Poetic. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. But... Yeah, until then, George is, you can kind of communicate with him. The wolf and the alligator, though. No way. You can kind of train a canine, but this it's, is a this wild... Is a, wild w- a wild wolf already, isn't it? A wild, so wild wolf. A wild, wild wolf. It's not like it's a trained police dog or anything like that. No, yeah. Um, an alligator, I wouldn't even try to train. <laughs> so, no, it's not happening, is it? No. You see these videos of zookeepers, like, training crocodiles or just teaching them to keep their mouth open while they stick a arm or a heaven forbid a head in in their yeah, mouth screw that that is terrifying i've seen one of them go wrong but he gets his head out and he's fine but he sticks his head and the crocodile just i'll send you one where uh he, it doesn't end fine <laughs> please don't <laughs> um but yeah if you're gonna send anyone in to hunt down a giant animal it's gonna be joe manganello uh giant Deathstroke man. Deathstroke. Oh, that's um mercenary dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. I thought he looked slightly familiar. He's not. He uh, bullied Toby Maguire in high school. <laughs> He's joining up with Lex Luthor. Oh, it's of stuff. him. Initially, I thought it was the guy who plays Crossbones from the Marvel Universe. And then when I got a better look at his face, I was like, Oh no, it's not. It's the makeup. They're both sort of. Yeah, and they got a similar like build, build haircut, hench. No, hench. With a slight allure about them. <laughs> allure from, from the henchness, yes. Yes. So he puts up somewhat of a fight, but again... I don't think he doesn't put up any fight. Well, he lasts the longest in that forest. Look, his team's annihilated the helicopter. I thought he was going to survive this encounter and he was going to come back late in the film. Him and The Rock were going to have like a... A punch-up. Yeah, because I thought he'd be trying to kill George and Rock would then be defending George. Yeah, that would have been a punch-up I would have liked yeah, to have so, But they just kill him off and I was like, oh... I think that was a thing where they introduced this, ah, oh, he's a hard character and he's super action man. And then to show how badass this wolf is, he just wipes out the whole team in a helicopter. There's there, a lot of helicopters in this film. There is. And a lot of helicopters go down. I don't know how accurate the portrayal of certain helicopter usage was. Yes, the helicopter without a tail blade. That, that the rock managed. used to sort of glide down off the building. Yeah. Yeah, I... I know nothing about helicopters. I don't know how accurate that is. Are we calling bullshit on that? I don't know. Because something's telling me that 
an experienced helicopter pilot might be able to do it. Not The Rock. Not The Rock, no. Maybe The Rock from San Andreas, where he exclusively flies helicopters. Yeah. Also directed by the same person that did Rampage. Uh, is it the same person who's doing that skyscraper film? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. Ah. <laughs> the Rock versus the skyscraper. I thought I found a conspiracy then. <laughs> where The Rock will only work with the one type of director. Dunny does disaster films set in cities, yes. Yes. No, I think that, that might be a different person. Although, okay. so, that's... Having just bitched about The Rock's limited range, I think that one's a more serious one. You reckon? Well, from I don't the think it will trailer. Be. I don't think it's going to be, but no. it, it looks slightly more. He's going to look at the building and be like, look at this bicep, you think you can mess with me? I'm going to punch this building down. Yeah. What are we talking about? Oh yeah, the helicopter usage. Yeah, the helicopter <laughs> usage, yeah. <laughs> Accurate to a point, I don't think that helicopter floating on a building would have worked. No. But luckily, our helicopter expert is here. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's no way down from that building because you wouldn't want to take the elevator down. No. Because so. there's probably a whole bunch of floors missing because an alligator crawled through. You don't want to take the stairs down again because an alligator's probably running around and destroying. So the helicopter was the only real way down. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, unless there were parachutes in the helicopter, but I. No, they I didn't don't look. think there would be. I doubt that they, they already done the parachute thing in a the plane. They can't do it again. Uh, they can't do two parachute scenes. No, they can't. <laughs> but they can have multiple helicopters. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's fine. Let it it's go. Fine. Well, yeah. So this uh, fighting the wolf, the whole team thing. I got nothing on this. I have no idea how to survive this. Because it's, it's, it's huge, but it's, like, it's stealth at the same time. It can fly or glide. Yeah. And it, I don't know, but... It's massive, but they, they seem to really struggle to find it. And when it does also, attack, they lose it again. From the helicopter, they don't seem to comprehend that it's big. But... No, they just from, sort of... Yeah, because when they get on the ground, they're like, oh, no, it's huge. But you've seen it from the helicopter. Yeah, but that's a, more of a distance scene. So they just yeah, assume the, they're like, oh, it's big, but it's not that big. But you can, like, use a reference. If it's standing next to a tree and it's as big as the tree, then... You know, something must click in your head. I, I don't see you from a distance and see a car also from a distance and go, wow, Chris has gotten really small and so is his car. And, you do, you, you know, let's be reason, reasonable. I think we can blame this on bravado. It's an all-male team. They all thought it, but none of them wanted to say, oh, I think this is too dangerous because they didn't want to get called out, you know, chicken by the others. So I think it was male ego. I think it's a reasonable request to go, hey... That wolf looks pretty big. Maybe we should, you know. Well, one of them does say, should I bring the 50 cal? And he's like, nah. No. I don't think the 50 cal would have saved him. It, it wouldn't, no. Because no. <laughs> they're immune to bullets, basically. Well, it's not they're immune. They just they heal so fast. They're don't immune. They? Not immune. <laughs> <laughs> they heal so fast that the bullet doesn't have time to have any effect. Yeah. And the wolf is quick and stealthy. It's a lot stealthier than George would be. Oh, yeah. If you were fighting George in a forest. Also, George is an albino gorilla, so he would stand out more. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, and in he'd a... be more uh, visible. Yeah. So that's but, not good. But to, to beat his monsters, it's small wounds will heal quickly, but massive trauma doesn't. Like, the wolf initially does die by having its head bitten off. That's so, a very, just, you know, just a subtle Just wound. a subtle subtle <laughs> wound, but massive trauma seems to stop it, so... Do you think if they could have taken one of its legs off, it would have not been able to grow it back, and then it would have been wounded, and then they could have yeah, finished it? Yeah, I don't think it's like a Logan healing. If you chop off a limb, it's not it's growing back. It's not going to grow back, no. Um, but if you shoot a few bullets in, it will it'll heal those. Yeah, so you want concentrated fire. So if you got like a, a minigun and 
targeted its eye or something like that or got it tied down somehow and tried to saw its head off with a God, it's brutal, <laughs> isn't it? Or something, I don't know, then maybe that would work. Just a 20-minute scene of them just slicing into this wolf, just yeah. like, holy with, crap. <laughs> with one of those giant lumberjack swords <laughs> going back and forth. Yeah, I think the wolf would have gotten out there before. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Concentrated fire on one of its limbs, it would have gone down, and then you do the same thing, but on its head. Yeah. You know, while it's still getting up. And then you probably would have sort of dropped it. You'd have to get over the initial shock of... Shit, it's a giant wolf called Ralph. That's what it's called. Yeah. Ralph. Um, <laughs> um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan says on the plane, oh, the nerds on the internet have called it Ralph. Ah, uh, right. George is it's the same names that they have from the games. The games, so yeah. George, what about the alligator? Ralph. Uh, the alligator is called it's <laughs> Lizzie. Is it really? So, yeah. <laughs> Which is because alligators aren't lizards. They're reptiles, aren't they? Yeah. Or amphibians. Well, they're dinosaurs, but... <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, if you want to get technical. No, no. <laughs> no, they're, they're... Yeah, they're not lizards. Also, in the games, the they're not animals. They're people that have been changed into giant creatures. Oh. And then when you're killed in the game... You change back, do you? Yeah, and you're a little a little man. Are you glad that, that they didn't have humans change into animals in this? Yes. Uh, and you just had the animals mutating. <laughs> yeah, it made more sense. Rock, Cut out the middle. The rock man. could have become George. No. Did you want the rock to become a giant man? Well, no. But looking at the post and the way it was thing, I had some weird feeling that the rock was somehow like controlling George. Because I, I don't know what Rampage was about. I only saw a bit of a trailer, and then everything I saw was the rock with George standing over him. So I just assumed the rock was going. You know, control George. Do my bidding, George. <laughs> yes, gorilla powers activate. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does sort of... He doesn't really control any, like, sign language. Hey, George, yeah, fuck up, up this alligator. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the alligator now. The alligator. Is Holy it the crap. Most, is it the most dangerous one? Yes. Yes, it is. George only barely just killed it because it got distracted by the rock. I yeah. it would have killed him. He is very distracting. And it kills the wolf, or Ralph, in a, a single bite. Yeah, it does the death roll and pulls his head clean off. The alligator is also the biggest of the three. It is, yes, but the slowest as well. Most heavily armoured? It's definitely the most freaky looking. I mean, it's grown horns and shit. There's a lot of warthog in it, I thought. You could tell from its horns. It looked very yeah. hoggish, didn't it? But I think there's a lot of... Uh, yeah, it was definitely the slowest, but... Definitely the most armoured and... Why is, it, why is it the wolf and the alligator both had other mutations added to it from other animals, but George didn't? Yeah, because the wolf sort of got spines as well, didn't it? Well, and it got the little shoot off from its flappy tail. things to glide, like whatever they're called. Like a squirrel. Yeah, squirrel things. <laughs> I don't know. So why didn't George get anything else? Because you wanted to sympathise with him more? Keep him more animal and gorilla-like rather than add a tentacle to him or something like that. <laughs> Just so you probably sympathise with him more, probably. Should, and he's, uh, yeah, he's less monster-like, so you feel for him a bit more. Right, okay. That's the only explanation I can think of. It leaves him out of a bit of a disadvantage, to be honest, but... Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh, oh, he would have done well with a horn or something against an alligator. Headbutt it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, rhino. Yes, oh. That would have been good. A mutated rhino. Maybe for a sequel, if there is a sequel. It's usually you that brings up the sequels. I, there's going to be I, a sequel. I don't care if there's a sequel. It'd be interesting to see different 
kind of mutated animals. Uh, we'll get on to the. We'll skip back to the beginning bit in Go space. On. Oh a yes, rat the in space, space sequence. Did that rat kill everyone? I think it did. Yeah. Before it, it got, and the the only survival was that one astronaut who then died because her screen cracked anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was implied that it sort of killed everybody. Maybe there was an explosion that killed some of them. Yeah, because the sure. station was pretty messed up, and but I think was that was the rat apart. destroying everything because it, well, the rage in it. Yeah, it well, maybe one of the experiments went wrong. The rat escaped, and yeah, I think it did escape. L- yes, <laughs> picked off the surviving members that weren't quick enough to get away from it. We could have had a longer space horror scene because that was quite suspenseful. It was, wasn't it? I it wasn't was expecting it, but it was yeah. a nice treat, wasn't it? it? I enjoyed that part, but it was over way too quickly, and then we ended up back on Earth anyway. Yeah, I mean, I suppose we get to the city destroying action a bit quicker, but I wouldn't have minded like ten more minutes in space. Yeah, it, it was fine. It Maybe was uh, have the rats start off not as big as that, and then have a little growth spurt. Have a couple of survivors, so you can see one taken out by said rat. What about a prequel, like a 90-minute prequel of them running just, around in space? Just in a space station. Yeah. That could be good, but you know the ending already. Yeah, and it wouldn't be a good film, would it? It wouldn't, no. no. Just one okay. giant rat. <laughs> okay, back to the alligator. Uh, Concentrated internal fire. Internal? So when it roars, firing a lot of grenade-type things, you know, rockets, whatever, into its mouth. Okay, so... Internal in- explosions. Don't men in black it and make it eat you and then... Oh, God, no, no, because that's <laughs> not going to happen. Did you see it had teeth going down its throat so you wouldn't survive that? No, yeah. Rows of them, man. So, yeah, internal explosions, or like George does, he does through to the eye, I'm guessing, to the brain. Yeah. Doesn't he? And that, that takes it out. So, concentrated fire on the eyes and the mouth. I have a feeling it's underside as well. Its belly would have been not as shielded. Yeah. So if you could have somehow got it to roll, I think that would have been a good opportunity. Well, I, <laughs> I think it would be difficult get it to roll over. Unless well, it's doing the death roll, but then if you're in... you got to sacrifice a helicopter, yeah. Just okay. let it go. <laughs> get it to death roll the helicopter, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is only by the skin of its teeth that George manages to defeat the... Yeah, because, well, I mean, George is left in a position where it's going to kill him until the rock distracts it by f- with a huge grenade launcher. He has a grenade launcher and he has the belt of ammo on. Then when he runs out, he just throws it away. He doesn't reload it, so he puts that belt on for no reason other than show. Maybe the belt was out of grenades. Then and why did he put it on? <laughs> they were just the pouches. Maybe he'd used them already, or maybe he didn't think... There was enough time to reload before he'd get munched. I think he munched. Just, just done it so they could say, yeah, look, it matches the poster. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but yeah, being chased by a giant crocodile would be very distracting. I'd lose count of how much ammo I had if <laughs> a giant crocodile was chasing me around. Which do you think is the easiest city? out of three of them to take down? The rat in space. <laughs> D- not including the rat. <laughs> Damn it! The regular rat that the widens were carrying around. <laughs> I think it would have probably have been the wolf. What if you were fighting? Because I was going to say you could talk George down, but if George wanted to kill you, he would. I mean, yeah. he eats a woman. Does George deserve redemption at the end of this film? Because we think he's going to die, and then he doesn't. But he ate a woman. Granted, she was an evil cartoon woman. She was a woman, bad person. But he's also killed a lot of probably innocent, innocent military yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And, it wasn't Smashed his fault, though, was it? City. It wasn't his fault. It was the Widens. When, really. a, when, a, when a lion attacks and kills somebody, the lion's not evil, is it? It's just its nature. And I, this is... I think it was evil if it tried to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> <I'd>... 
It's, it was, it was, Satan <laughs> sent this lion. <laughs> it's because he had this or this rage thing, didn't he? And this tower, whatever that you know, nothing will get in their way. Yeah. So, and once he snaps out of that, he's fine again. He starts helping people. He say helps save the city all this lot. Yeah. So the Wyden's plan. So stupid. <laughs> Very bad. So so stupid. The only reason they'd done it wasn't it's just like you said, just to get the animals to the city for the, the big destruction scene. Yeah. So the story was very loose, just y- like yeah. yeah. And they got rid of them quickly enough and they didn't linger on them. I said in the review bit before that out of all, all the characters, those two are most likely to have come from the asylum version of this script. So if yeah, the makers of Sharknado got hold of Rampage, that's the, yeah, all the characters would be like the Widens. Fair enough. <laughs> so I enjoy a good asylum film. Yes, there are no good ones. But, <laughs> <you know. laughs> they're all right. Also, there was a pleasure. The brother sister combo wasn't necessary, was it? You could have just had the sister really. I mean, yeah, the, the brother only, brought very enough, The only thing the brother really did was at the end of it when he gave the, the laptop and the rat to Jeffrey Dean Morgan. But then he dies anyway. And they, they could, he could have picked that up from the office when they turned up there in the first place. So yeah. there was no need for the brother at all anyway. Yeah. Well, no, there was a need for the brother because yeah. his head needed to get in the way of the screen where they were monitoring a plane crash that they'd orchestrated when the FBI walked in. <laughs> and he was the only person in the way from the FBI going, is that a plane crash? You're not aware of that, that plane was a huge, crash. That was a huge, huge screen, though, multiple screens. Yeah. So they must have seen it, but they probably just assumed it was some sort of they just ignored news it. coverage. Bad FBI agents. Well, they're not there for a plane crash. They're there for the files and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but if you, you know, see another crime... That's the Wydens right. are just murdering Other someone on, the, <laughs> on an altar in their office. <laughs> maybe altar. take notice. It has to be an altar, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're just here for industrial espionage. No, <laughs> no creepy cult stuff or plane crashes. Uh, yeah, the most difficult, the alligator. I think you're probably right with the wolf. Because George, he's got fingers and things. and He's smarter as well. Yeah. Does it heighten all the intelligence of them or... Not probably not that much. No, but it I mean, they're like hearing. Yeah. So maybe you could use that against them and get like a sonic cannon or something. Oh yeah, because if the, the the tower draws them all in, you do something else that causes them to collapse on the floor. Yeah, but that would require degree pokery sciencey stuff. Yeah, but let's assume the uh, they've they've wrecked the city now. And we we can't stop them at all. This is in a few years later. Okay, we when? play Smashing Pumpkins really loud, and that yes. drives them crazy. Good. We've confined George and uh, Ralph just to the Americas, because they can't get onto the water. I've oh, lost track of the alligator, though. Yes. As soon as he's destroyed everything on America, then he's into the sea. I think New King would take them out, though, wouldn't it? Or any really heavy bombings would probably do the trick on them, because, like I said, heavy trauma, something that would remove limbs, blow up heads would... Yeah. Take them out. Yeah, a giant bomb would probably do it. But again, the collateral damage yeah, is... They would have stopped them in eventually with... I don't know, the alligator is so heavily armoured, though. I don't know if the bombs would have had any effect on it. I think a direct hit would have done it. E- even a small nuke or a really big um, conventional bomb would have done it. I think what the general was doing, sending in that giant bomb, I think that would have taken them out. But again, it would have taken out a Half lot the of city, apparently. yeah, would the collateral damage would have been off the chart. So, yeah, it was good that the rock 
Intervene, did he, and stopped it. Yeah, did what The Rock did. Punched a giant alligator <laughs> to death. No, yeah. Um, I think that about sums up the survivally parts. I think the best way to survive is to be The Rock. To be The Rock, yes. I think, yeah, that's what... I think that's what human evolution is leading to, that we all the eventually rock. evolve into The Rock. And it just so happened The Rock in this film was also ex-military, so... Yeah. That's why he's able to do the parachutes and stuff. Yeah, he's the jack of all trades, ex-military. He's always got some nice sort of guy. training, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, what else are you going to do? I want them? a film where The Rock is an art critic that struggles <laughs> with his recent divorce and his growing alcohol alcoholism whilst trying to deal with the New York gallery. Okay, that doesn't sound like fun. Where he always wears glasses and a checkered shirt chucked into tucked, sorry, into chinos. Right. Well, I, I think that's a good a point as any as to pass over to me. The future <laughs> again, you. <laughs> again, for the news. Um, Thank you for arriving eventually, Chris. No, I know. I'll always come through eventually. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, to the future. <laughs> thanks, Chris. And me, I guess. Uh, I'm doing the news now. Red Hot News coming straight at you. First off, some casting news. James McAvoy and Bill Hader are reportedly ready to join the cast of It Chapter 2, the follow-up to the most recent retelling of Stephen King's It film. These two are both fine actors, both really good at what they do. No complaints here from me. More James McAvoy is never a bad thing, and I think he'll do a a pretty good job in in It. He did well in, in Split, so I think more kind of horror stuff with him would be no bad thing in other casting news star trek discovery is coming back for a season two and they've added anson mount or mont who people will probably recognize or i recognize him from the inhumans tv show that did not do particularly well i never really got round to watching it because all the reviews i heard for it were that it wasn't very good so i didn't bother wasting my time with it so if you thought it was good let me know i'd I'd like to hear what uh you think but yeah he was um black bolt in that and he's been brought in for season two of star trek discovery i really liked the first season of it it wasn't what i thought it was going to be it was a bit more grim and gritty and bloody but um had a interesting story and lots of nice twists and turns that i didn't see coming hopefully the reason that the Inhumans TV show was bad wasn't because of him, because I'd, I hate him to come in and kind of ruin the dynamic of Star Trek Discovery, which was filled with really good actors last season, with Jason Isaacs being in. Hello, Jason Isaacs. And all the other people in that were really good in their role. So hopefully season two can live up to Discovery season one. So that'll be that'll be good, uh, as long as he's good. <laughs> so we'll see about that. Uh, trailers now got a long list of trailers that came out this week the incredibles 2 trailer came out good and proper uh it's more of what we got it in the teaser of bob running around being the stay-at-home dad dealing with his kids with superpowers and we got more sam jackson in there as frozo really good trailer um i'm looking forward to this i think this has got the potential to be a really good and engaging superhero film animated live action Either way, um, it's got a lot of good energy about it. Um, 
that I'm excited about. And I know Chris is looking forward to this as well. On the flip side of that, the complete opposite of kid-friendly Pixar Disney, Dark Crimes, starring Jim Carrey, has got a trailer out. And I was scrolling through all the new trailers that came out and this caught my eye. It's been a while since Jim Carrey has been in anything, really. I think the last new thing I saw him in was Kick-Ass 2 which wasn't very good. Jim Carrey was okay in it. I know he's kind of anti-violence and he wasn't particularly comfortable with the role as far as I know or what I remember reading about that. But yeah, it's been a while since Jim Carrey's done anything really of any note, comedy or serious. We know he can do serious acting when push comes to shove. It looks interesting. I'm not sure whether it'll be any good or not. Any excuse to have a a dark kind of Silence of the Lambs detective work film going on. A bit of sleuthing. I love a bit of sleuthing. Everyone knows I love a bit of sleuthing. So if this is a good bit of sleuthing action with Jim Carrey and his serious acting beard, then I'll probably give this a cheeky watch. Other things that I'm probably going to give a cheeky watch to is Jason Statham in The Meg, which is... (laughs) Along the same lines as Rampage, a big monster being fought by noted actor. So we had a gorilla, a wolf and a crocodile against The Rock. And now we've got a mega shark against Jason Statham. Again, this falls in the same category as it's an asylum film, but they managed to get a bigger budget and rope in an A-lister to kind of headline it. Uh, There were a few actually few good and creepy shots in in this trailer the first one comes right at the start of it where there's this kid in this glass uh tunnel it must be some kind of underwater research facility and she's playing with this remote controlled ball and she goes to pick it up and in the gloom just outside this tunnel you can see this giant shark swim up stare at her for a second open its mouth and chomp down on the glass. It doesn't break the glass, but it leaves one hell of a giant set of teeth marks, which, if it had made contact, would have swallowed the kid whole, pretty much. And Jason Statham, when he comes up and has a look at the aftermath of the the attack. But yeah, again, I think this looks like a big, dumb action film with a giant monster in it, but I'm not opposed to them. I think I'll, I think I'll give this a watch, and maybe I'll drag Chris along to it as well, and we can do a, an episode on it. So yeah, The Meg watch out for that it looks like a bit of fun the last trailer that we gotta talk about is the solo trailer which dropped at the beginning of the week this kind of fleshed out the story a little bit more we got to look at paul bettany's i don't know what he's meant to be he's like a i think he's a gangster he's all cut up looks like he's been attacked by a bear or something a space bear yeah i think the plot of it is the woody harrelson's character is doing a heist of some kind on an imperial train the great imperial space train robbery and yeah he's bringing together a team that consists of uh lando calrissian han solo chewy uh amelia clark's character and a whole bunch of other people that um will probably go wrong and result in shooty pew pew action but yeah, this trailer got me a lot more excited for for the film. I don't know whether it was the way it was cut or 
I don't know. I just I just like the tone of it a bit more. A nice space heist film. It has the promise to be good. We were sort of promised that Rogue One would be a a heisty sort of film, but it t- turned into more of a a war film, which I'm not opposed to. I I did like Rogue One, but uh, yeah, this might be more of that uh, heist film that we were promised uh, with Han Solo, and that's no bad thing. I'm kind of warming slightly to Alden Eigenreich's. Uh, and Solo. It's not as grating as I thought it was going to be, but um, again, I have to withhold judgment until the film actually comes out. So yeah, I'm slightly more uh, optimistic than I have been before. So yeah, let's hope that Solo can deliver when it comes to its release date. And with that, that's all we've got time for today on the podcast uh again sorry for the weird format uh things didn't quite align the way that they should have done this week but hopefully we'll be back next week with a, a regularly messy podcast but until then you can email us uh we could survive that at gmail.com or you can tweet us at we could survive if you've got any thoughts about rampage or any of the news that i've discussed this week and next week hopefully i'd like to talk about a quiet place uh suspenseful horror film i think that'll be quite interesting and i'd I'd like to get my teeth into that yeah so we'll aim for that but um okay it could be anything if things don't work out but that's what we'll aim for um yeah i hope you've enjoyed uh the podcast um and i'm gonna sign off how chris signs off by thanking you all for listening to we could survive that your weekly survival guide to the movies and we'll see you all next week and until then keep on surviving goodbye